Can you hear that when it says that? Yeah, can you? Yeah, I can hear my. <laughs> this meeting is being recorded. I'm excited. This is going to be an exciting, fun show. I can feel your energy. It's coming uh, yeah, my way. We're, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants today. So it's going to be interesting. Mm hmm. It's kind of like life, though, right? Sometimes you're just you're just hanging on for all you got and you just got to try and stay on the ride. Well, the thing that everybody doesn't know is that we are often naked together in the mornings. That's true. Via selfie. Andy and I take our ugly selfies in the morning and send them to each other uh, very often. So um, this is nothing new to us. Except, except for you have makeup on. and I have makeup on. Done and I have my glasses on. So. There. So. Oh, wow. Well. Sherry, have I got the genitals for you? If you've got an itch, Andy Vargo will scratch it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy. I'm Andy Vargo and this is Sherry Hardman. And we are here to talk all things life, all things relationships, and also give it our own twist of scrutiny. How yeah. are you today, Sherry? I'm great. Um, I, I've been running all day. Oh. I'm a little frazzled. I came in, I shoved things in my face, like, you know, just... <laughs> A bite of this and a bite of that and that's like yeah but uh we have a guest coming but she's running late so yeah. there's a little bit of chaos when she comes in my dogs are gonna go crazy so just be prepared for a whirlwind of a show today i think it's gonna be fun this is the first time we've had a guest and they're coming to see you in person so uh it'll be uh you guys together and then me here so it's gonna be a fun dynamic yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward. So how's to your day been so far? It's been good. I um, I looked at something wrong on my calendar and and uh, didn't make it to the first meeting that I was going to go to. It wasn't a required like a client meeting or anything. It was a networking thing, but I messed. Up. I had I did bad time zone math and showed up at the end of it instead uh, of the beginning. So, um, well, I, so I've been I kind of like you. frazzled all day too. It's just like off off. Uh, off my game, I guess I should say, but. Well, you think, I, I think you know that yesterday I showed up for a doctor's appointment that was actually I, scheduled for today, so. Yes, it's better so to I be a day to, ahead than a day behind. That's true. So I went to Kaiser Permanente two days in a row, so that was lovely. Yes, I saw your post today that you were dressed and actually there on the right day. Yeah, <laughs> and my blood uh, pressure was really good. I wasn't there for that. I was just there to prove that I was still disabled you know you got to do that every now and then but yeah yeah so well, that's good and have you got some shows coming up I do I have some stuff I wanted to talk about so apparently I didn't know this but uh, I do know now Sunday I will be on the brunch show at Tacoma Comedy Club at two o'clock oh that's exciting so that, I just got yeah. that so I will be there so if you want to come out have brunch um, I have to do a cleanish set, so there will be no vagina jokes, even though my vagina is very clean. <laughs> um, yeah, so then uh, I've got that. And then next weekend, I'm on my little mini tour with Ken Hamlet. Ooh, we are uh, Friday the 23rd. We'll be at uh, Willamette Valley Comedy Club in Kaiser, Oregon. So okay. our Oregon peeps can come out. And then on the 24th, we'll be at the Center Place Regional Event Center in Spokane. Oh, my God. We're going from Oregon to Spokane in just one night. So, or, you know, two nights in a row. So it's going to be interesting. I've never done that before. So Yeah. And then, and, you, you know, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, and then you have to be back here that Monday for the first show, not oh, your first ever, I, but your yeah. first new, new production um, and your new ventures. I'm getting there. Yeah. So... Uh, first of all, I just want to say Ken Hamlet is hilarious. He, he is. is one of my very best friends in comedy. He was my best friend in comedy until he moved away and Andy moved in. 
So sorry, Ken. This is your choice. <laughs> we all make choices, but thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and so then we'll come back on Sunday. We have to see the grandbaby on Sunday, and then oh. Monday night we're starting a new venture. I started a bubble wrap comedy. Yes, and we're going to be doing our first show at Odd Otter. I'm excited. I'm going to be there. I'm yeah. excited. To I'm excited to help in any way I can, and I'm looking forward to all the shows coming. And I want to show the. Yes, let's see the flyer. I want to show the flyer because it's very cute, and awesome comedians on too. I can't wait. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. So we have that. There we go. So that's Sunday, July 26th at Odd Otter. Um, Most of the shows I'm going to try to do kind of co-features. So we're like the two, they're doing kind of the same amount of time where it's not really, uh, you know, just one headliner doing a big chunk, except for mm-hmm. the following month. You know, I could probably kind of show a sneak peek of what's going to happen in August, yeah, don't I'm you think? I'm forward to that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have that one pulled up, but I can, I can do that. And while you're pulling that up, I think there's a way that people can follow Bubble Wrap Comedy, isn't there? So that they don't miss any of the shows you're putting out there? Yeah, I made a Bubble Wrap Comedy uh, Facebook page. And as always with everything else, if I'm involved with it, it's on my website, sherryhardman.com. So let me go down and find the one that I made for August. I didn't realize you already made the August one. I knew you were going to do it pretty quickly. Yeah, so, oh. Let me share so that we could see it. So for August, we have this, which you'll see why I'm sharing it here in a minute. Because, ta-da! Boom, boom, yes. Look at that. So Gabriel Rutledge, who, like, I have to say, at the, the risk of offending people, arguably the best comedian that we have here in the Pacific Northwest. But... If I can get Gabe, I will get Gabe, and I will get Gabe to the point where uh, we can't afford to put anyone else on the show but us. So, (laughs) but I get to feature for Gabriel Rutledge, which is so exciting. Thank you for that, and that's kind of in my my home turf. So I'm expecting a very crowded room of people. Yeah, because you know, people might not everybody knows that you work at Odd Otter. Right. Yeah, that's my side gig while I get my business going, and so. Expecting to have a lot of regular customers. Plus, being in Tacoma, um, I'm from here. That's where a lot of my friends and family are. So uh, yeah. that's an easy thing for me to try to pull some people. And now that I say that, if none of you people are there, I'm going to be embarrassed. Oh, they'll and- come. They always come out for you, Andy. So you guys come out. It's Monday nights, but we're starting them at 730. They'll be out of there by 9 if you want to be at home in your cozy little bed. I'll tuck right. in at by 930 on a Monday night. And, yeah. you know, sometimes Mondays kind of suck. So it's nice to have something to look forward to. So I think it's going to be a success because nobody really has comedy Monday nights. True. Okay. All right. I heard a dog barking. Somebody must be here. Yeah. So it might go crazy here in a minute. All right. So, Fun. and what, you got anything else going on that you need to tell us about? Um, I've got that show on that we just talked about coming up down the road. Um, I'm just working on some, some private things. I've, I've had more people calling me lately, which is exciting uh, to do discovery calls and coaching. So that's picking up. So I'm really looking forward to just growing business and all that. I'm trying to get some more. I've been doing well on the coaching, so I'm working on getting some speaking gigs lined up. And I see that Sherry got tired of listening to me, so she just walked away. I'm just kidding. I know she's welcoming a guest because we are about to bring a guest on the show. And that means we are gonna be rocking and rolling here uh, with our own twist of scrutiny. And I can see Sherry coming back onto the screen. Here it goes. Y'all ready for this? Oh, there's our guest. Hello, Tara, how are you? Don't talk yet, you're muted. Uh, (laughs) Sherry muted the screen because of the dog. So I am monologuing. Welcome to the show, folks. If you are just joining us, this is Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy, where we talk about all sorts of things. And today we have our good friend, another comedian, the good witch from up north, Tara. And I only say that not because you're a witch, but because you're from up north. And I just didn't know how else to say that you came from up north to down here. So, Um, and I can't see what your shirt says, but this is fun. 
something only here establish blank oh i'm only here to establish my alibi oh i love that yeah true uh, story oh now we can hear you yes <laughs> all right so something's going on in the world that tara doesn't want to be associated with oh we got okay. her back. yeah everything traffic no, anybody no. on the five headed south right now it just took me over two hours to get here from everett and that's stupid oh my goodness that's crazy oh yeah i didn't even put on makeup i checked the traffic and i'm like oh time to go so my third eye came with me this is awesome <laughs> well welcome welcome to the show we're excited to have you here. I'm fun. excited to be here. Thanks for having me. It looks like Sherry, it looks like things are a little nipsy in her house. <laughs> Get it? But that's yeah. the name for dog nipsy. Yeah. He's scared, so I gotta hold him. He's he's making <laughs> peace with the fact that I'm here. Whew. Milo's chill. So I feel since... like Mr. McFeely. I came here with a special delivery and everything. Oh wow. So that Sherry, since we're doing heavy petting, if if your pet could give you a review. What would Nipsey say about you as an owner? He would say, quit inviting people that I don't know over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm a big whip and I'm scared of everybody. Stop. Look, this is my friend. I love her. She's very nice. I know. Ooh. Okay, then you can get there. I'm going to get him out of here. Okay. Only good vibes here, Nipsey. Yep. Good vibes no. only. No, you have to get down. Milo. Go keep your half company. Go tell Nipsey it's okay. No, no, go. I know you love me. Where I'm getting licked over here. So Tara, we just uh, shared with the audience some shows and stuff we have coming up. Do you have anything coming up you want to tell our viewers about? Um, I'm actually on my way to Port Orchard. I've got a show tonight. I'll Ooh, be wow. at Peninsula Bevco for the Whoa. Peninsula Comedy Night. Nice. And uh, that's a good room. It's a fun room. It'll be my second time performing there. And so, yeah, if you're in the Port Orchard area, uh, head on down to Bevco. They've got great tacos. Mwah. Good food. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've and the comedy is going to be stellar. So Nice. That's a good show. That's the room Keenan runs, right? Yes. Yeah, he does a good job. Oh, that's exciting. I haven't been up there yet. It's a good room. I recommend it. I'll be, I'll be headlining up there in October. Nice. All right. So, dog's crazy. <laughs> I'm really bad, Sherry. I know we went through a list of stuff on Sunday, find out all sorts of things, but did we have a specific list no. for today? So I hope you came up with something because I did. Nice. Well, sure, I have something. Good. What I wanted to talk about, let me see if I can get, we're just having to that. So we're both in camera range. Uh, yeah. What I need to talk about is whether you tell someone you're in a relationship, the whole truth about everything. Is that necessary or not? Okay, let you me know, make sure Secrets, honesty. Are you saying when, you, when you're in a relationship, do you tell them everything? Or when you tell someone you're in a relationship, then do you open up about all your past? Uh, when you're in a relationship okay that's part of 100 percent honest or not i think no way to say yeah yeah omission I, omission gets to yeah okay so that's there's kind of like a, there's kind of reasons i want to discuss that okay that's my topic so okay i love that mm -hmm. what's your topic? I, I i have a couple i don't know i i have a couple things to 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 bring up just situations I've encountered this week. So I just want to run them by, uh, get some ideas. It's not necessarily a topic. It's it's dating situations that I've run into. And mm. I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering what your take on it would be. So, okay. So there we go. I've got that. Can I see what she brought me first? Yes, I think that I want to see Mr. McFeely's or let's, Ms. McFeely's package. We'll do a live gifting. Okay, so traffic was crap and I didn't get to stop for a gift bag. So you get it with oh. the packing <laughs> At least I hid it in some way, shape, or form. Is there like a nice way to open this? No, just, just rip it. Rip We're it. not saving it, Grandma. Just... Okay. <laughs> it's printer paper and blue masking tape. I love it. <clears throat> Yes, that's the gift. At first, I thought it was an Amazon bag from here when I just saw the white and blue in your hand. It looked like one of those Amazon bubble wrap packages. Oh. Blue and white. So yeah, you, that's no, a step up. That is a step up from what I thought. 
came from Amazon. Oh, wow. Uh, look at that. Oh, I love that. That is amazing. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I love it. You have been doing it. so many awesome things, and I want you to know I see you. Aww. I look up to you. I admire you. And you are on fire. Thank so. you. This girl is on fire. Yep. So anytime you start doubting yourself or thinking you're not as awesome as we all know you are, look at that as a reminder. Because oh, I watched a lot of murder documentaries, Golden Girls, and infused a lot of love into every scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say that's for the viewers. They don't know that you necessarily do all that. It's cross stitching, right? It is. Yes. Yeah, so Kara made that. I don't even know like how you could possibly do that. I'm basically 80. Well, I know, but still, you can't. <laughs> an 80 year old can't see to do that intricate of work. Oh, you should see what I'm working on right now. I'm doing it's. Um, let's see, get it in here. It's about two inches by three inches, and it's Van Gogh's Starry Night. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing a teeny stitch just because I oh hate my myself God. apparently. <laughs> That's crazy. The whole thing is that big? Yeah, it's only gonna be oh, oh my god. Big. I was gonna bring it with me, but you know, I left the house in a hurry. So sure. Had to get that alibi on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's no, no, awesome. I was in federal way. What the hell did I put my water? Um you had to well, I just heard it. Hey, I found um, it. Yeah, I, I told you this was going to be a little bit chaotic. I also have a pin that I bought so I could wear it to Comedy House, and I have misplaced it. And I know it's in here somewhere, and I would like to wear it. Yeah, come on. Um, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I, I do know what you're talking about. And it's going to cause a lot. Makes me feel not very funny. You know, like a button, a pin. Hmm. Are you looking for it right now? Yeah, I can't wait. Here, you can wear this one in the meantime. Oh, <laughs> that girl is on fire when it comes to self promotion. There we go. I will. Oh, put there it you on. go. Bitch got merch. Bitch got merch. Nice. <laughs> Andy, I've got a pin for you too. I'll leave it with Sherry. Oh well, thank you. That's awesome. All right, so our live video was interrupted. Probably by a dog. It's supposed to be saying this girl is on fire. Oh. That's copyrighted. 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 Yeah. I wonder if that is why. Rude. It said it should resume shortly. Then just mute that part. Okay. Facebook. There we go. All right. Well, we got the full recording anyway. So That's right. mm -hmm. are you good? Words. Are you settled? Yes. Okay. All right, so you want me to talk about my thing or do you want to talk about your thing? No, let's hear about your thing. That sounds good. Well, I started thinking about this because I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night. Okay. You know, I told you about Erica Jane and her husband. You know, he's uh, accused of... Um, oh, yeah. He's the one that was accused of taking all the money. Taking money from charities uh, or like from his clients who actually were injured and he embezzled the money from them. And it's whether, we don't know, like we all think, well, society at large thinks that Erica Jane knows what was going on. Real Housewives seemed to believe her that she really didn't know. Right. And so she said, you know, over the course of the years, she would ask him, like, can I see like our bank account or something, you know, stuff like that. He would never let her. I'm going to kick that dog. I'm not really going to kick that dog. Anyway, he would never let her. So there was always some secrets as far as money between the two of them. And yeah. um, so I was thinking about that. And then I was listening to... Uh, Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning this morning while I was driving to the doctor's office and it was a second date update, which is a local radio show for anyone yeah. who's out of town. And so someone has a date and uh, the person doesn't call them back. Doesn't, and so they call the radio station. The radio station calls them to find out why. Yeah. But the reason that she was, you know, so first the first person tells about the date. And the date was that she was telling him how important she thought honesty was. Okay. And so she said, you know, we have to be honest about everything. And they were out. And so she'd say, like, for example, 
do you think that woman over there is attractive? And he's like, oh, no, I'm not answering that, you know? Yeah, that's a lot for a first date. Right. And this then she kept, at my, him. Yeah. she kept at him like, well, you can just answer me. We've got to be honest. And then she's like, would you sleep with her? And so then finally he's like, yeah, I'd probably sleep with her. And then she got mad. Because he was and honest. Because he was honest. For sure. For yeah. sure. So not that everyone's crazy like that, but it made me think of like my relationships with my ex, with Noah's dad. We told each other everything. Like every every deep, dark, dirty secret and fantasy. As for Dave, Dave doesn't want to know that stuff. Dave thinks that I used to be a virgin, even though I have two kids. Or he prefers to think that. Yeah, I was gonna say so he, just, he obviously doesn't pay attention during your stand-up acts. No. <laughs> so so we uh we have a different policy. Like if you don't really need to tell each other, then just don't tell each other. And it actually works a lot better than I thought it would. Well, yeah, and I can respect that because, well, first of all, to get into that, to put somebody in a position like that on a first date, that's just way too much. Like you're not even giving them a chance to get comfortable with you. And it's like my response would be, well, I wouldn't sleep with you. So why would I sleep with her? But um, (laughs) be an ass. But um, I think that like what you have makes sense and can make so much sense but it has to come with a a solid amount of trust first right if you you have a solid amount of trust then you don't need to know every single detail about the other person and you don't need to to sit there and judge and nitpick every single secret or fantasy or conversation that they could ever have with anybody and so i think that 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 makes when you have that trust in a good quality relationship then you don't have that need to have to say oh my gosh I had a dream about an ex last night and then the other person isn't gonna you know yeah. freak out now which side I mean I don't want to be nosy in your business like which side do you guys run on more I'm, than I'm here for a reason um we we've actually played around with all of it like there has been some mass oversharing where i i know things about my husband that i don't want to know i know things about his ex that i don't want to know and probably are none of my business if you're watching this i'm sorry but i know a lot mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then we've you know he knows everything that he needs to know about me but like i said earlier there's omission in places and while nothing that's hurtful or could like break us is being held, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, this one time when I was 21, fill in the blank. It could be anything. But yeah, so there's right. some level of omission, but there's also been mass oversharing. And I think that either way you could have hurt feelings. So find a happy medium. So mm-hmm. what about say if you are out at a comedy club and mm-hmm. a guy hits on you? You tell that kind of stuff to your husband or yeah. do you keep it? I don't. Because I'm if I'm not reciprocating, then I've done nothing wrong. I can't control if someone's going to approach me. And a lot of times I find it funny, or I'll tell my husband and he'll be like, Hell yeah, he hit on you. Yeah, that's my wife. You're looking good tonight, right? Exactly. And whereas with my first husband, if I was approached, then all of a sudden I was wrong and I was wanting to cheat and I invited it. So being in a healthy relationship, you can share those things. So I can come home and be like, oh yeah, this one dude came up to me. I mean, obviously I didn't give him the time of day, but here's what he looked like, honey. And there's even times where I'll be like, oh yeah, he, well, he was kind of attractive, but you know, mm-hmm. creeper. So I've already got one of those at home. No one needs two creepers. <laughs> um, uh, with me, I think I, I tell Dave about that kind of stuff. If it's funny, Mm-hmm. or if it's someone I'm never going to see it again. If it's a comedian that I work with or have worked with, I usually keep those to myself because I don't want him mad when he's at a comedy show. It's That's never going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. He knows he can trust me. I know I can trust myself. So does he really need to know that and then be mad at that comedian for the rest of his life? No. Yeah. I have one of those situations. Yeah, where I did tell my husband and we laughed about it. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a comedian that I still work with, but there's no tension. It's just, Mm -hmm. my husband knows that his wife is fly. There you go. (laughs) I think also it depends on 
where you're at in the relationship. Cause like your story from the radio, there's no way you need to have that conversation on a first date. You don't even know if you're going to have a second date, mm-hmm. but, right. you know, if you're maybe like, I could see someone having a conversation about who you find attractive in that state where you're kind of dating. If, if that's coming up and you're already married or you're really, then it sounds really insecure. Like, why are you worried about who someone could be attracted to that you're already in a committed mm-hmm. relationship? Um, Cause I was put on the spot about that a lot in my uh, marriage. And it was always, that exact scenario that you described where do you think they're pretty who do you think they're pretty and then all of a sudden there's anger because you are honest about what you think um so uh so that's not fair because that and what unfortunately what happens is that creates distrust because now the person who's answering the questions can't trust how someone's going to respond when they're honest and so as much as the other person can't trust whether or not you're honest, you now can't trust how your honesty will be accepted. And so that breaks down that trust in the relationship more so than whatever information was shared, I think. Well, yeah, I think anybody that's asking that question is is most likely doing it from a place of insecurity. Oh, definitely. Unless sometimes there are those times when you see someone that's always getting hit on and you just don't get it, like you don't personally find them attractive, then I might say, you think she's attractive? Like, cause I don't get it. I'm yeah, you that's know. a whole different type of conversation. Yeah, right. I get that. Yeah, it's more <laughs> that. What do you think people see yeah. about? <laughs> but yeah. So sense. what about money though? Money might be a whole different matter when it comes to that stuff. Well, I think that I, I think that the things that we have to choose to be totally honest about have to be the things that have consequences within the relationship. And so if how we spend our money. Um, if we're going to end up going to jail because we're embezzling it, that's probably something we should share in a relationship. Um, although someone doing that is probably naive enough to think that they're not going to get caught, not going to go to jail and we'll probably end up going to jail as soon as they tell somebody. So alibi. (laughs) (laughs) Possible liability. Um, I know, you know, that my husband and I, we have separate bank accounts. Mm-hmm. I've heard that's actually healthier for relationships. I, that's, I like it that's because I don't want, well, he doesn't need to know how I spend my money because mm-hmm. I'm a spender. He's a saver. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like to spend my uh-huh. money. And uh, that's just a philo- philosophical, whatever kind of difference between us. That's always going to be that way. Mm-hmm. Now, when we first started out, I had bad credit and I was really bad with money. I did learn from him how to mind my money better and now actually like my accounts are tied to the mortgage and everything. So, so like I pay the mortgage and he trusts me with that, which at the beginning of our marriage would probably not have been a thing. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think keeping the money separate really helped. Cause yeah, I, I've heard that that's really good for relationship. When I was married, we never had separate money. In fact, it was hard to even have separate like $5 to spend here and there. And that created so much tension because you never felt like you had the right to spend money on your own. And then you also felt like it was, you know, at least for me, it was like, it would always be judged or watched, even if I like had lunch with somebody or bought myself a donut in the morning. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think, I don't think it's bad to have a joint account if you have it for certain things for vacations or for savings or something. Yeah. But it, I think that your everyday spending probably is best. Well, cause you, and I also think you always need to have an escape plan. That, yeah. Maybe that was, not always, but that's really that important. That's what my grandma taught me. Mm-hmm. It was always have enough for three nights in a hotel room and money to leave town. Now it's turned into have enough for first and last month's rent, security right. deposit, right. Or, uh, <laughs> your storage unit and, you know, whatever. But yeah, we have a joint account. Like we each have our separate accounts and then we have a joint account in the middle Cause sometimes I'm out and about and I'm like, honey, I need more money. Mm-hmm. So then it's easy for him to transport it to me. But right. right. Yeah. Other than that, mine is mine. And he just kind of turns a blind eye to all the Amazon packages that show up on the doors. <laughs> well, you know, you know, what's interesting. And I mean, I, I, Andy and I have talked about this before when Dave and I went to counseling, you know, like when we first were married and you know, it's hard to be married at first, especially. Mm-hmm. And our uh, counselor told us, that money is one of two things for people. 
It's either freedom or security. Mm. And almost always a freedom will marry a security, which is exactly what happened in our in our household. He's a security, I'm a freedom. That makes perfect and, sense. And if you're you know, if your philosophy is that this is money is what keeps me a free person, if you are married to someone who's trying to tell you what to do with it, it's not gonna work. You have to just respect that in each other. That mm -hmm. that's their philosophy. It's important. So yeah. That's a really good way to look at it because I think too often we interpret how other people are treating a situation in our language and they speak a different language about it, whether it's money or trust or sex or whatever. It's, that's why that, that book with the love language is, is so important and popular because you know, you're blowing off something that someone's trying to give you out of gratitude or it doesn't feel that good to you or like, because they're not speaking your language. But as soon as you right. can understand where someone's coming from, and they understand with you, then you know how to. Right, like they're they're not trying to control me with their money issues. They're that's their security blanket. That's their so. way to protect you by keeping the money there, and yet you're yeah. going. But this is my freedom, and I'm going to go have fun with it. Now you're holding me back. No, so. and I'm always, and I, yeah, and I'm, and I'm, you know, freedom is super important to me. I mean, that's why I was single till I was forty nine. So, you know, I yeah. gotta have that. Gotta be me. I gotta be free. I gotta be taken care of. Hmm. Me, I gotta. Be <laughs> See, Sherry, I'm living the reserve, the reverse life because I got married at 21 to someone I had been dating for you know three, four years before that time, mm -hmm. and now I am like I'm free. I don't know if I can ever go back in that cage, and so that adds different variables because now I'm right you know, 45 and been single for five years, essentially, other than a six month stint dating a guy casually. Uh -huh. uh, I've gone on lots of dates. I've gone on some that were second, third dates. Um, and I think that, so that was kind of my topic for today is that I've, I've had a few experiences lately in the dating realm that uh, I'm trying to protect myself from my own instincts because one of the things that I tend to do is um, I jump in wholeheartedly with people when I meet them, whether they are friends or anything. I want to know all about you. I want to know so much. I want, you know, I'll spend, you know, four hours talking to somebody over coffee just because I want to know all these things about them out of <laughs> curiosity. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm into them. So that's misleading. Um, but if I'm into them enough, that four hour coffee could turn into something again a couple days later or so then all of a sudden in in a week I've had three dates and then someone starts using words way too soon like we and I'm like <laughs> oh no and it's partially my own fault because you know I was okay up to a point but I wasn't at all thinking okay we're going to be a thing now and so I'm trying to be better about okay if we go on a date then let's go on a date again in a week or two and give it time um but yeah, so I, I've had that scenario. I've also had a couple scenarios where I'm, you know, working the counter at the bar and a couple, couple uh, three different times this week, uh, you know, cute guy comes in, has a beer, have great conversation. Um, one of them gave me his number. We chat a little bit. I don't know where that's going to go, uh, but I purposely haven't texted back. Like I haven't, we texted enough, you know, when we exchange numbers and then okay, see you later. But then I haven't done the whole, like in the past, I would have the next day been like, hey, what's up? So I've let it be. Uh, and then another one has come in a few days in a row. And I ended up hanging out and having a beer with them last night. And I- Where did you, I, ha where did you have the beer? At, at work. Oh, okay, just checking. Because I was, I was, he was there at the counter and I had ordered a salad from next door. So I ate it and had my beer next to it. Gotcha. Him afterwards and um and trivia was going on so we played trivia together as a team um and anyway we had good rapport but i don't know if the guy's gay or anything right but i so i text the beer tender i'm like is this a date and he's like i think so and i'm like fuck uh, so <laughs> but but I, you know but also i don't want to be that creeper that if someone like i i worry that um I don't want to always turn everything that could just be a really good friendship into something that you're pursuing when I'm always happy to make friends okay. too. Okay, here's a question. Because how often does 
one single straight guy go into a bar and start talking to another single straight guy he doesn't know and hanging out with them? Probably more often than we think. Really? I think so. I think what happens outside the ladies' restroom is the equivalent of what happens in the ladies' restroom for us. It's like support and camaraderie. And I think that single guys flock to each other at the bar just because they can Now, can't. I will say that yesterday I was wearing... Um, I was wearing a tie-dye shirt and this hat, so. Um, oh, it was probably obvious then. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm sure that. Don't wear that hat anymore. What are those called, a pork pie hat? <laughs> you know, whenever I wear this hat, I get hit on more than anything, really? which is just hilarious, because it's not even my favorite hat. It's kind of poofy and weird, but. Huh. but yeah, I was wearing my bright tie-dye, own your awkward shirt, white shorts, white shoes, and then the white hat, and. Um, you thought you were a pimp. Maybe. Maybe he was looking he for something. <laughs> so anyway, so I don't know. It's just like, I, anyway, but that's happened a few times. Yeah, I don't know how you handle that twist. It's like, not only do you have to navigate the relationship stuff, but you have to first figure out if they're even if gay even or straight. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I actually, one of my friends was telling me about that recently. She went out on like four dates with a guy thinking that he was gay. And oh. it wasn't until oh. he was like, so you want to like advance this to a physical level? And she's like, whoa, wait, I thought you were going to be my gay bestie. <laughs> yes. Which the poor guy, if he's giving off that vibe and he's not, um, that can really, I'm sure, undermine some of his confidence going out into the dating scene. Yeah. I don't think it was a matter of like, flamboyance or his personality or anything I think it was a matter of they were very platonically connecting okay so she wasn't feeling like there was a romantic vibe so therefore you want to hang out not romantically you must be gay right. that's how we're conditioned to think sure yeah no and that's um yeah so I'm trying to just be better about enjoying the moment for what it is and you know, worst case scenario, I have a great conversation over a beer or two with somebody and it's cool. Maybe I'll see him again. Maybe we'll be friends. Maybe not. Who knows? But um, I don't know. Any advice out there? I am happy to take it because uh, I did go on a non-date a couple months ago where I still don't know if the guy is gay or not, but we had a great dinner. We talked about doing it again and I forgot to ask that question. Well, you know what you know what I think is that you keep repeating the same thing about going out with a guy for a little while and then they think that they're in a relationship with you. Yeah. So I don't know if you need to like like do you want to be in I don't think you really want to be in a relationship with someone. I'm I'm pretty happy being single right now, but you know, it's nice to actually have the chance to like have someone that you could come home to every once in a while. But um Honey, if you come home to them, that means that they're living in your house. Well, not like, well, maybe they could just like <laughs> visit every once in a while. Benefits, <laughs> but you pay half the rent. Yeah. We'll share a bedroom and yeah. our toothbrushes will live next to each other, but we're not in a relationship. I guess I could say I have not found anybody that I'd be ready to be in a relationship with yet. If that could happen, who knows? But right now I'm... I'm so busy with my business and with things that I don't feel like it's fair to someone else to, I don't have time to devote to them enough anyway, to be fair. So. Mm. I think you need to say that at the very beginning then. Because mm -hmm. then you're otherwise leading people on. Yeah, I don't want to be that I guy. went on four dates with a guy. I'd be starting to think like, oh, this is a relationship. This, this yeah. is turning into something. Yeah. I know, and that's where... After three yeah. dates, you want to start calling someone your boyfriend. So mm -hmm. really, I that yeah. Okay. Why do they think they call it the third date rule? Because it's like, okay, we're getting somewhere with this. We're gonna have sex, and uh, it's, oh wait, what's the third okay, date rule? Till three. Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't I, know that was the rule. I didn't oh. know people wait till the third date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave and I had sex before we even actually went on an actual date, so. Oh, well, we that, yeah. to the second date. Was, yeah. well and there are people that um 
I know several people who had kind of a friends with benefits thing as their, you know, that was their connection. And then later it turned into a relationship because. That's the prequel. Well, I raised my hand, but it was the one that nobody could see. That's, that's how we were. Yeah. And I know some friends that I wouldn't mind if it turned into something down the road, but um, you know, when you're just both in different places, then it's not a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Huh. So that's my week in the single life review. Well, that's interesting. I'm we're getting to know you a little better and your uh your dating quirks. Yeah, it's just uh I don't know. I you gotta learn how to save yourself from yourself sometimes. And I think that watching for the patterns that you do, like you were saying with the mm-hmm. lots of dates and stuff then it can stop you at least like for myself it'll stop me from if I pay attention going down that road again well it's interesting because it's way easier to give other people advice than it is to listen to your own advice you know what I mean well that's definitely true I mean I think for everybody like Mm -hmm. like I can give the best advice but then I can just totally like screw up my own life (laughs) (laughs) well and I mean, I, I say that all the time with the stuff that I write in my books or my, my life coaching. It's, hey, I, I have this thing I tried once and it worked really well, or I helped somebody through this and it worked for them. I've tried to apply it myself and I am not consistent enough. That is my worst strength. When I did a strengths finders test, consistency as the bottom of the pile. So if you can do this better than I can, you're like, you should be a rock star. It's like, if you can pull this off and do it. That's a good way know. to look at it, yeah. It's like, I, it doesn't, I try not to devalue the ideas that I can bring to the table just because of my inability to follow through on them. But uh, uh, see, even when he just, yeah. even when he talks about himself not doing something well, he still makes it sound so good. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> my strengths finders thing came back with woo and storytelling. So I don't know, maybe I should. I can to- see that. <laughs> woo was in my top. 10 which is winning over what do you others. mean woo it's winning, winning over others first or winning, or winning others. others over yeah well, what is this Where... it's manipulating people it's what is this them. what is this test so it's a gallop sort of it's gallop strengths finders test and so you go on there i think it's like 50 or 55 bucks you take the test and it gives you a rundown of your strengths from a to z with a really clear breakdown of your top 10 and how to use them so for example my top strength is uh, futuristic and my second one is strategic, which is why I do a really good job as a life coach and helping others and solving problems in business environments because my strength, meaning that the things that are really easy for me to do, it's really simple and natural for me to look to the future and think about a strategy to make it happen. And so I'll constantly be working with a client or with people where they're like, I really enjoy this. I think this is fun, but I'm frustrated here and there. I'll start asking them questions like, well, what if you did this for your life? What if this was your business? Or what if you turned it into this? And I get these looks like, wow, I had never, no one's ever had that idea. I've never had that thought that I could actually do this full time or that I could make it something. And then we start talking about ways to do it. But for me, that's the futuristic and the strategic working. Um, The other thing that's in my top is the maximizer. And that's the one that I had texted you about, Sherry, where I had said, I took this test and I found out that my maximizer tendency means that I look at things and my instinct is to always figure out how to make it better. So when oh, someone brings something oh, to me, yeah. I might say, oh, well, what about doing this? Or could you do that? And it doesn't mean that it's not already good, but that's just my inclination is to go, but how do we ramp it up? Mm-hmm. And so uh, with the strengths finders, I got a really good breakdown of my top 10. It was, it was woo, positivity, communication, strategic, futuristic, um, and I can't remember, there were a couple more in there. Um, but then the very last skill, the very, lo- the very bottom strength was um, consistency. And that's like out of, I don't know if it's 30 or 50. And, and it makes sense. And that's why I don't do well with things that are administrative. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm not a good bookkeeper. That's why I wouldn't be a good accountant or something where you have to stay on. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it does is it teaches you, well, as my business grows and I need to hire somebody, then those are the strengths that I need to hire for because those things still need to get done. Yeah. Hopefully not by me. 
So I would like to give some shout outs to some people that are watching today. Uh, awesome. Toby Robinson, remember Toby Robinson? Yes. Says, what up? Hey, hey. Uh, good to see you. And uh, my lovely friend, Scott, my awesome. dearest and oldest friend, Scott. Hey, and Jack Gorbett. Everybody loves okay. Jack Gorbett. Yeah, he's an awesome and a funny guy. I love his comments and his posts. They're hilarious. I, I, yes. You know, Jack and I spent one summer together on the phone constantly like it got to the point where my husband was calling him my other husband and his wife was calling me as so you know it was kind of like that yeah last summer yeah so we just really talked and talked and talked i got to know him really well somebody who knows a lot about like pop culture trivia from back in my day oh yeah and, you know and he's young and he just knows he knows so much he's got so much useless information in his head i love talking just to him drops those references yeah. and you're like no one's seen right. that movie but me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh. he's always an interesting person to chat with so um sometimes people say do you know that jack gorbett guy is he okay <laughs> oh yeah you know, like he is jack's more than cool. okay so i hear jack's gonna be oh that's right so checking that out i'll definitely be there i didn't i what you you said about i didn't hear what you said tara that were what's worth checking out um the looking glass open mic in snohomish jack's actually going to be co-hosting that on july 22nd sweet what day is that Uh, that's a thursday next thursday actually why do you guys have to live so far up i know right why do you guys gotta live so far down this is my second right there you go see this week wow all in where you're looking so tara how are you feeling about our episode today you got any issues that we need to discuss or tear apart with our scrutiny i have lots of issues but they all exist on the freeway but i gotta get i'm like oh my god by the time i get back out there it's gonna be like falls deep into rush hour so right falls deep that's probably not appropriate to say that's I'm okay. a girl. strap deep <laughs> strap deep <laughs> you know i want you all to know that i um was having bra issues today i don't know why i'm telling this right now but my boobs like they must be depressed because they're just like on this downward spiral lately like you know they used to like they used to have to worry about a nip slip up top but now they're they're trying to come out from underneath they're just like by the, about halfway through the day they're like oh they just give up and then and then i'm having to constantly mm-hmm. pull them back up so i came home and put on the sports bra and it was like much better interesting you know, probably about once or twice a day you get a nipple pop and the elastic underneath oh, <laughs> oh ouch you know, it just travels wayward south. I need something that's just like, a, it's like a tray that just holds them up and pushes them together. You know what? Like I'm the trays they use, like, like the trays they used to use at the at the drive-in where they have the little, like, shelf and you just yes. on your car. And, and like, it'll just that up under there. Thing right here, and then you're just like. I saw a thing on Facebook that had something, but I knew it wouldn't fit me. Oh, is it the, the, uh-huh. the wire thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I want to get that because the strapless one where it comes together in the front that's trash that is garbage i ordered one i looked at it and i went not gonna work and i threw it across the room well if you guys find one that works well let me know because um i've been needing I know, a little more right? support yeah pecs need love too i i wish these were pecs these are these are beyond pecs the pecs are hidden underneath hey they're still there <laughs> exactly that's true it's right there with my six pack yeah i have one of those too under under the keg yeah ex- exactly <laughs> it's the protective layer yeah. all right okay, well, so we're... next week we're supposed to have todd royce unless he uh gets all uh famous. famously famous. booked somewhere else whatever know, right? but that's what why we want it was we want to go like okay give us like some yeah. like how do you get booked here here and here we want to know you gotta make a tiktok and then you got to have imaginary conversations with somebody <laughs> that are just so charming and endearing. And then you got to be Todd Royce because that's, that's the only way to unlock it. And I still, Tara, do you have a TikTok? I don't. I don't either. I still have not gotten on that bandwagon. I'm, well, you know what? It took me a long time to get on Facebook and I just started using Instagram like last year. So I'm going to encourage you guys to do the TikTok thing. 
Everyone keeps saying It's that. like if you spend an hour on Facebook, you end up irritated. Mm -hmm. You spend an hour on TikTok and you just feel really happy because it go, you know, like the algorithm, the algorithm really goes by what you like. So it's fun. So like at first, uh, TikTok would totally was convinced I was a lesbian. I got lesbian TikTok, which is fine. I don't care. That's fine. You know, and then, uh, but I, like people will say, oh, this, you know, they, they see negative stuff. I never see anything. I see animals. I see uh, like a, there's a monkey that opens presents. Uh, which I oh, well, just, now I just got know. in on this. There, there, and I see some really cool things. Now, I tried, like, I have a lot, there's a lot of me trying on bras on there. We don't need to watch those anymore. So, but I just keep getting the DMs, like, aren't you going to do more bra videos? So, I don't know. Someone but. suggested I start, actually, someone, my husband suggested <laughs> this one guy I know. I keep him at home. <laughs> Um, suggested that I start recording myself when I cross-stitch. And um, I have seen a couple of those videos where it's someone and then they're like doing it to music and it's like you got uh -huh. Andre 3000 just rapping in the background. Well, you know, you're stitching something with the word uh -huh. fuck on it. And I love doing that. I'm one of yeah. those subcultures. <laughs> this is like golf, like where I think, because golf is a very slow moving sport, you know, it's mm -hmm. like the sloth of the sports, but where do you have to be in life that your entertainment is sitting and watching someone else cross stitch for hours? Are you here to kink shame, Andy? Well, I, I'm just <laughs> like, I guess maybe I am. It's just like, you know how like sometimes it's just like, and, and I do it because I'm watching things that are really obscure sometimes. And I'm like, why am I intrigued by watching this? It's and sometimes just it's just fine. It's watching something come together. Like okay, that's some, a good some people go, you know, top to bottom and they go in rows. I start in the center and I work outward by a color. And like, okay. I don't know, I guess if you get boring enough and you receive enough social security checks, you get into this kind of thing <laughs> and it becomes interesting. So I don't know. I was raised in I a very lonely cool. house. <laughs> I, I would like to see like the time warp version where it's like going super fast and then all of a sudden Comes okay, so now you've just inspired me. I will do Tim Curry as Frankenfurter, <gasps> and I will set it to Time Warp when I do this. That will be the first TikTok video that I do, just for you, Andy. You I guys can. heard it here first. <laughs> All, right, All right, we're out of time limit. We won't make it onto Instagram if we keep talking. All right, oh. it's been fun. Been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been, been real fun. fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's been another episode of Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy, and this time Tara. Oh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, email our really long email address, which is scrutiny with Sherry and Andy at gmail.com. All spelled out. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.